1: What's going on, everybody? Welcome into the Jack Trammies post-game show. I'm your host, Danny Moringa. as always, joined by the half-Atlanta Brave, half-Oregon State Beaver, and all-around just celebrating guy tonight. Look, at you got the Lillard jersey on backwards. Uh, Mr. Sprague is uh, is is lit, folks.
2: Danny, I, I don't mean to make this sound like I'm exaggerating by any means. It's a good sports night for you. I've never had a better sports night in my entire existence of life. I've never had football, basketball, and baseball on the same night all have moments like they had today. Never in my life. I've never experienced what this is. It's a sports trifecta unlike any other. And if anybody has ever had a day or a night like this in their sports life, I think you feel like one of the very privileged and rare ones to ever exist. Because tell me, how many nights have you had where all of this thing has collided the way it did today?
1: Uh, the closest I think I can get is USC had a couple still good runs in the early Roy Aldridge era. Okay. So we had a couple of those nights, and then but you had to fast forward. But I also had my Cardinals. My Cardinals had a World Series in the same time period, but my LA Kings were a few years later. So Yeah,
2: see, I'm talking same day. Yeah,
1: no, USC got throttled tonight, so um, it was not a great sports night for me. <laughs>
2: I made some money on that game, so <laughs> shout-out yeah. to USC.
1: Listen, man, that was uh, – listen, it had had UCLA and Oregon both lost tonight, it would have been a primo sports night. But, <laughs> um, yeah, no, but this is a unbelievable game. You saw this one coming as far as the Blazers showing out. Did you have it picked uh, quite this
2: lopsided? Mm. Well, I'll tell you right now, if, if if you listened to anything we said in the pregame, and maybe you said i'm going with sprague sprague's riding some weird feeling and you went alternative blazer spread and had blazers winning by 20 or more i promise you those odds would have been a an insane Bonkers. amount of money won for you that being said i'm not i'm not shocked they won in blowout fashion no i did not see it coming and playing out uh, quite this way where i look at the box score and i'm seeing Oh, Dame had 19. I didn't know Dame had more than five. Like it was so impactful. And that's not a knock. That's everybody was so impactful that he didn't play a second in the fourth quarter, which is great. And what he did ultimately didn't make or break anything that they ended up uh, doing that whole night. It was it really was the complete package as a team game.
1: Yeah, just want to give a quick shout out to everybody pouring in here. Uh, Franklin's world. Time for Danny to bring us back down to earth. I'm not going to really do that. I, I do. I do have a, like a nitpick mm-hmm. here or there, but because I think it's fun to get you wrapped up. You have a nitpick today. I, I think we'll get to it. We'll get to wow, it. We'll get to it. Wow! I cannot it, wait to and hear it, what nitpick wrapped it's, it's not going to be something. It's not going to be something that I think people are going to really entirely see coming. I, I hinted at it a little bit on 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 Twitter, but uh, overall, let's let's take a step back. Uh, the Blazers beat the ever living hell out of the Suns. Uh, it wasn't ever really close. Give me your 30,000-foot uh, synopsis. Uh, what What are the things that you are taking away from this game?
2: Um, well, you know, I'll take away the most obvious one, defense. I thought the way that they rotated early, they clearly had an M.O. of we're giving a damn about tonight's game. They caught Phoenix on the back-to-back. I think the other reason I liked them tonight was – Back-to-backs don't normally matter for most people anymore. I think in the early part of the season, it does, because guys are still getting their legs, they're still getting their conditioning going. And so that's why I kind of took that into account. That being said, I thought Portland did an exceptional job. I really did. I Not that uh, CJ was, like, the greatest one-on-one, but I thought he was really good tonight defensively. Mm-hmm. He was rotating. He was always putting a hand in a face. Like, it's little things like that that we didn't see against Sacramento, or we saw, like, way overcorrecting and falling for for too many up fakes like i just felt a lot better about what they did defensively that is easily for me my number one with the young guys coming in as a close number two
1: okay so apparently i'm gonna hop into my nitpick right away i thought the defense was good but i think people are very much looking to pick the uh The defense is great. The defense is great. The defense is great. What I saw was the most important thing, at least for like pushing forward, was what you hit on, activity. But I also saw a Suns team that did not care to read or react. There were probably half a dozen possessions in the first 10 minutes of the game where the Blazers blew their rotations, where the Kings killed them uh, in the first game. The Suns didn't care to make the play. I, I saw, you know... Two three guys closing out on the same guy off 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 a second rotation. The stuff that the Kings did a really good job of exploiting them. I thought the Suns maybe that's some tired legs, maybe that's a little bit of that. But that's where my nitpick is going to come in. I I thought the activity was great. Uh, okay. The one the thing that I think I'm going to get behind on this is is it was it was structured chaos. So when they made a mistake, it was made at a hundred percent. In game one, that was not the case. Guys, you saw a lot of oh oh. Oh oh oh, yeah. oh, tonight,, yep. if you made the mistake, hell, fine. You know, you live with it. Uh, the The best deodorant, I think in the NBA right now is making threes. And they came out and they made threes. You and I talked about it right out of the gate. They were four of 13 in the first half against the Sacramento Kings. Tonight at one point, they believe they were eight of 15 uh, with six minutes to go in the second quarter. Uh, when you're knocking down threes like that and you're just shooting the cover off the ball your defensive rotations can be a little wonky you can be out of position you can take some risks uh but overall i thought it was a, a, a great game i just it, i think we need to we need to roll roll the the, the defense's great stuff back and go it's the step in the right direction
2: let me bring up my wet blanket here let me quickly uh let me quickly push back on that a little bit well i i think everything you said makes sense i i don't know if they're gonna play better defense collectively as a group i think that that was the example of how good they are okay if they're good that's how good they are if they're better than that i'll be floored that's why I'm that's why it's such a big deal for me because I don't have many expectations for them on that end of the court.
1: <laughs> I think so, both of both of our expectations are down pretty low as far as right.
2: consistency. I think most people's are defensively for them. So to see them come out and play with that energy to sustain that energy, to see guys like CJ say, I'm not gonna do it for two possessions. I'm gonna stick with it as long as I'm playing. Like to me that matters. And and I I just while your point again may be valid, I, I don't think this group is. I don't think they're capable of playing better defense. I think that is at top end what they are. And where does that rank in the league? I I don't know. It's way too early to dictate that. But I I just, I was really impressed because that's the area emphasis for this team this year. It's what everything is about. It's why Terry is fired. And tonight they, they sent people home from the motor center and people on their couches watching going. That was good. That was good effort. They busted their ass tonight.
1: And I think that's the the important thing is the effort Uh, Kyle Neely. Uh, LOL what Danny means to say this is what happens when you make your shots. And yeah, no there there's there's a big big part of that. The the Blazers were incredibly sloppy in game 1, not only with their with their, their shot decisions, but their their decision trees. Uh they were incredibly careless with the ball. They turned it over a ton before halftime and they picked up a truckload of fouls. Tonight they went to the break at halftime. Sprague they had three turnovers and four fouls. And they were shooting fifty-six percent from the floor and forty-five from three.
2: Nurkic didn't commit his first foul to the twenty-one minute mark of his rotation minutes. Like yeah. clean game. See that? That was very clean. Remember the preseason game that you were freaking out about that I told oh. you didn't matter. I mean, all jokes aside, though, Aiton d- kind of ate him alive when he mm-hmm. played tonight. You didn't feel he that played impact. him really well. He played him really, really well. Yeah. Uh,
1: Greg Lash says, "Congrats to Coach Billups on win number one." Yeah, I mean that, that it is. That's Chauncey's first. That I hope they pop a bottle for him in the locker room and and they get to celebrate. And this is one of of many for him.
2: I think um, they did it. They did it with Terry, so you know they'll do it with Chauncey.
1: Yeah. No. Th- I mean, this that's that's a cool thing. Uh, uh, what was it? Connor Strong. Dame made a three pointer. We'll get to Dame. Actually, screw it. Uh, we'll we'll get into into the in the box score stuff here real quick. Um, the 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 note that I have here: C.J. McCollum seen leaving Moda on fire. Uh, yeah. So he's ball stopping like there's no tomorrow. But it doesn't matter when you're cooking.
2: No, like that, it does, that, it doesn't that's matter. what
1: I take away from C.J.'s first two games. Uh,
2: C.J. in a nice zone. He's starting the season off very similar to what he did last year. Um, we played this just a game ago. Like, do you think this will keep up? I still am going to vote that he's a little below the average, but to see this kind of play, to see kind of him assert himself as the clear number two, because there is no overtaking the, the number one spot, to see him assert that and kind of maybe send a message to the rest of the team of like, hey, man, don't be fooled here with some of these contracts in minutes. Like this, this hierarchy <laughs> this is still is, mine. This and I, you know what? I, I think some of that, like he had that moment, he hit back to back buckets. He hit a two and then he hit the three and the crowd went crazy. And I think it pushed the lead to 24 mm-hmm. it was like 94 to 70. And uh, uh, Phoenix called the timeout. He ran to the other end near Phoenix's bench and he started yelling at the crowd. And I, I always think part of that is, I think, I think I, I, le- I read his lip saying like I'm hot, mm-hmm. but then I also think part of that is kind of big F you to people out there for all summer wanting to trade me again. And also, this I still am the number two dude here. Like, this is still my yeah. building, too.
1: So, back-to-back games, 6 of 11 from 3. Uh, starting the season 12 of 22 from 3 will definitely uh, make you look pretty damn good. Uh, this is, however, for me, this is back-to-back games with CJ. Again, if I'm going to nitpick, that ball is stopping with him. He's hitting. Like, but he's it's, hitting, though. Does it
2: matter when he's hitting?
1: I think it does, because when we talked about what we talked about in the pregame, process 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 but if he's gonna be this hot and talk cash shit the entire time i'm not gonna argue with it i mean that's let's let's not get it twisted uh on the flip side of this is damian lillard finally hits his first three after starting over nine he started what over three tonight before he knocked one down and finished two of seven from three so uh two for 16 uh to start the season from three but uh, 19 points, 8 assists, 6 of 11. Did you see Damian Lillard turning into Ron Strickland on your your <laughs> cue cards for this season cuz I didn't because all he does no. is score at the rim.
2: No, I didn't, but I'll I'll tell you this, despite not seeing it, I think it's the best thing for them. Um he is he's getting guys involved. Early. I think I think he's establishing like dudes I'm running out of patience with this thing. And if if this other dude isn't going to make a big move for us, and this is our roster, I need you guys to step up. This cannot be the Damian Lillard show for 82 straight games, no off nights, you know, welcomed because we can't win. I think, I think it's great. I think he is building confidence for the younger players. And I think he's making the rotation fill in role guys. I think he's making them feel good about themselves. I, I love seeing what we're seeing from Dame Again, I, I don't even feel like he played all that much because everybody was so damn good tonight. But to see that final box score, to remember some of those plays he was making of, you know, driving in the lane and kicking the guys like that's a Lillard we haven't seen, but it might be the Lillard they need the most.
1: So what I saw schematically from the Blazers tonight, uh, a lot more. Kick and roll, a lot more dribble handoff, a lot more pistol action, DHO out of the corners with guys getting downhill, turning towards the middle of the floor, a lot of action to the middle of the floor. While they were getting to the paint, putting feet in the paint, they were collapsing the defense and kicking out. And the Suns honestly looked a lot like the Blazers did on in their first game. For a team that should have been a lot better defensively, and we talked to Gerald about this in the pregame um, from Phoenix, was the Suns kind of – they find themselves in a little bit in this situation where they can overlook opponents and maybe feel a little too good about themselves, and I think you got some of that. But you also have to tip your cap to the Blazers tonight, and Damian Lillard is just setting that tone, getting the ball moving. Now, I still don't think they're at the. Uh, and they won't ever get there with the way their personnel are in this warriors-esque offense where it's just going to pop around pop around pop around but one of the big things i saw tonight it wasn't necessarily when dame was on the floor i think that's the next evolution but they were getting into their offense at 18 seconds 17 seconds 19 seconds they were they were not and i'm i'm talking like two three passes into their offense already at that point of time as opposed to getting into the half court at 18 16 15
2: and without, without looking at the final numbers, I have the box score. I'm just not going to click it because, look, the final numbers I don't know will represent what I'm about to say. Tonight felt like a night where we both talked about this in the pregame. Do you pass up three-point shots? Are you are you making an effort to shoot less? I didn't see that. I nope. saw a team, you know, there were a couple of them that was like one pass, two pass, shoot in rhythm, perfect. Mm-hmm. I saw other times those guys got it off one pass, maybe it was the second pass of the possession, Boom, shooting it up. I didn't see a team that was looking to cut down threes. I saw yeah. a team that was aggressive, ramp it, ramp it up, and also getting guys good looks. Like ball movement mattered when it mattered. And other times it was just guys going, ah, screw it. I'm feeling it right now. Letting it fly. Yeah. Uh,
1: unfortunately, um, I guess we'll we'll hit on uh on norm here real quick. Um Norm did leave the game with a little under six minutes to go in the second quarter. Uh, bummer because Norm was Norm was on a heater too. You were going to have a game where Norm and CJ were probably fighting for touches of who was going to cook who. Uh, I was actually How many points did CJ that.
2: get from Norm's absence? Yeah, you
1: want to like oh Norm's out. I got to get a right. few more in here. Uh, I haven't gotten an update yet. Let me. I guess will This doesn't make for great great live streaming. But let me see if the Blazers have made an announcement. I don't see any. No, there's no announcement yet. So hopefully. Yeah, they're waiting
2: on the MRI.
1: Yeah, so hopefully we'll get something on that. Um, let's just be honest, and I'm not going to sit here and stir the pot or anything, but if you're waiting on the, on the MRI, that's not necessarily a good sign.
3: You ready?
0: Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the Fall Guy.
3: What are do doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes.
2: Uh MRIs are never good. That's... Do you ever come to a podcast like with a positive attitude? Like, is everything <laughs> gotta be negative?
1: I'm just saying see, here's the thing. If For I a poll if,
2: question if, after if, this pod.
1: Oh, are you kidding me? Everybody's gonna say I'm negative. Because I, no, no, not you.
2: Ask about the defense. I just want to see if people are oh, with sure. you. Like,
1: no, they they won't be because it was a fun game. But I, I, I always try, no matter what happens, I always try to say, okay, I don't try to find something wrong. I look at it and go, okay. Because I think a lot of people are, and this isn't a bad thing, but they're results-oriented, not necessarily process. And I, I, I want to stick by the process because the process will guide you more effectively than the, the results. Because if you knock down a truckload of threes, like I said, that is a hell of a deodorant. It will cover up a lot. But the tape's not going to lie. And so that's one of those things where I just kind of stand on it over and over. Lindsay says, Danny, gonna Danny. Listen, I, listen, I, I know what I am. <laughs> I, I, I know where I am and, and where I sit in this. Um, if you, but I tell you what, you want to see me get happy? Oh, yeah. Anthony Simons, do you believe Brandon Sprague?
2: Um, Now, I'm going to nitpick here. <laughs> Love it. No, he was amazing. Yeah. Get the young guys some props, man. Like I know that's your guy. It's well mm-hmm. established. You're not, you're gonna be biased with him his whole career. Yeah. That's okay. Um, but he played great in game one. He gave, he had an air of confidence to him that, you know, some guys you can just see it. You can feel like this dude's an NBA player, and he showed it. He produced it in game one. What's he do for game two? He plays even better. I thought he played even better. He was bouncing yeah. around his first three. He did, like, a weird catch, jump, shoot, and it was way off. He hit nothing but the backboard. And I think that was a bit of, like, ah, I didn't mean to shoot that, but I got kind of caught in the process. He, he, got, he
1: got stuck with a grenade. He had to get one off.
2: Yeah, and so I think after that, he settled his nerves, and he went right back to playing the way uh, we saw in game one. He attacked the paint. He was looking to get guys some touches, some good looks. And overall, man, I, I just I don't think he plays better than that. I think that is – that's the prime – peak ant on this team maybe he gets a few more if some guys go down with injury but like i loved everything i saw from anthony simons tonight
1: yeah so the the thing about ant was again tonight getting two feet in the paint that Hezzy where he froze Javale mcgee with the sidestep was nasty you saw the entire blazers bench get up and go okay okay but this is again this is not me tooting my own horn this is just i've believed in the kid and i've stuck by him because I know how good he is, how talented he is. He can he can legitimately be that guy. I wasn't just sitting here saying I can see him scoring 15 a game pretty easily because this is what he can do. He missed some shots. I guarantee you if you asked him if you put him on a truth machine, he'd tell you he he wants some back. Those he had a couple floaters that he hits normally. He got free. He had that one just airmailed floater over McGee where I was like Listen, man, if he's hitting that, just pack it up. You're not going to stop the kid. Uh, But four of eight from three. Only one assist. I think he was uh, not pushed into, but he was more of a a shot creator, shot taker tonight as opposed to having to create for others. And I think a lot of his playmaking came as secondary. He got two feet in the paint, kicked it out, one more pass over. He had a couple hockey assists tonight. Uh, All in all, fantastic game from Ant, and I think he's just going to build on that. And obviously, Nasir Little, he's bringing the vibes he he is he is all vibes. This this team against Sacramento was was vibeless until Nas came in. Yeah, and they came out with more energy tonight. But Nas came out there, and that man is two glow sticks short of his own personal rave, and I love it.
2: Well, and 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 also, you know, bear in mind that what he did in Game One was great. He was also another. Are we gonna see? Is this is this Nas? Has Nas finally reached? You? Well, tonight he showed us the Nas that was talked and written about in the camp. That's the Nazir Little they were yep. talking about to those reporters, and now we got to see that, and it's in back-to-back games. I think it's great. I, I couldn't be more happy for Nazir Little. I thought he showed a glimpse last year, and then he got COVID, and he never was the same player yeah. after that. And I, I know it's easy. To, well, what happened to Naz? Well, COVID really kicked his ass, and I don't think it was talked about enough. No. Um. So to see him be able to come back, and he suffered some injuries in the preseason. He's good now. To see him out there thriving, not going outside of what he's asked to do, going up and down the court, making good stops defensively while trying to get out on the transition and get an alley-oop or a good look that way. Nazir Little and Anthony Simons, your first two off the bench. And so far, easily, not even a debate to me, your best bench players that you have. And you're going to clearly have to rely on them if this is who they are a ton this season.
1: Yeah, so... What I really liked about Nas is, is the energy and the passion that he's playing with. And Chauncey said this, and it's been echoed, is Nas has to play harder than everybody else on the floor. When he knocked down that three and he screamed, you could just tell that it was the culmination of effort, the work. The like, I, I don't want to dive into it because we've talked about it a ton, but the last 18 months for Nas has sucked personally for him. He has been through hell and back, lost 30 pounds with COVID, I mean, we don't we talk about that, but we forget about what happened to him in the bubble where there was a legitimate health scare. He blacked out. He hit the ground. He had teammates standing over him crying, Brandon, like it was a scary moment. And that was supposed to be his coming out party then. And then again, he gets derailed by covid. And then here in camp, he has that. Awful game one in the preseason, and then he pulls the hammy. He's had so many false starts, and you could see it tonight where he was like, yeah, this is it. This is it, man. Like Everything just started coming together, coming together, coming together. And if he can be that energy guy, he will get the opportunity to show the rest of his game. And I think that's the big thing because you know Ant can shoot and create. Naz is going to be that guy next to him who can give you the other stuff. And it's it's a hell of a one-two punch, especially when you consider what Zeller and Nance can bring.
2: Well, and and I, I think what's important too for guys like Nas is the more reps he's getting, the more time he's going to get out on that court. I think actually the better he ends up getting offensively because then he'll know where to pick and choose his spots. He'll know like he just he'll learn tendencies of all these guys, right? He didn't get to play with them as many minutes as some of the other dudes coming back this year, so I think getting as many minutes as possible is just going to help him. Get a better feel for for what and who he is going to be for this year's team. Um, are we finally ready to admit that I was right that the preseason's irrelevant? Nobody gives a crap. Um, are I'm we still freaking I'm, out about Nasir Little.
1: I'm not going go to go that far, and I don't. I mean, you know me. I wasn't freaking out about Nas. I, we we all said the same thing. It was you could tell Nas was 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 nervous, and this was his first real opportunity where he felt like there's nobody looking over his shoulder. Uh, to be honest, if there's if there's something with Norm where he's going to miss any period of time, could be huge. It's probably yeah. going to be Nas starting.
2: Like, and, what happened? I mean, isn't that kind of what we've been asking for for years, though? Right, like an athletic, a six know, foot six, six foot seven oh my truck. God. Who's yeah?
1: Listen, I, I'm to be honest, I'm I'm pretty pissed that they took that dunk away from him tonight.
2: Who well, Who was the foul on? And, they they and called it on
1: Ant on the on the pass off. They they, they that was
2: garbage. Yeah, even Ant looked that the was ref garbage. like garbage. <laughs> Because he gave you him do a do clean it. pass, and he yeah. turned to the crowd like, you see that, right? You love that, right? Mm-hmm. And I didn't even – I didn't hear the whistle. I think Kevin Calabro and, and Lamar were caught off guard because – Nobody knew what was they, going on. Nobody knew that they had taken the basket off. <laughs> Calabro had a huge, like, loud, oh, my gosh. And then before you know it, they're replaying it when the points are on. You're like, what happened here? What when, What what foul was committed? So it's a, it's a fun thing
1: right now to – to bask in all of this it is uh, I I think I I phrased it as Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde between games one and game two which which one of these games is more indicative or is this a Blazers team that it's going to be frustrating because they're going to vacillate between the two
2: well I think for some of our uh, Oregon Duck fans that are listening right now I think the best comp I can tell you is you're the Oregon Ducks of the NBA um that could be a great thing like tonight is a great night you you beat phoenix soundly and you played really well on both ends of the court and you gave a lot you've given a lot of people maybe some optimism about this season being a little better than you thought but i also worry that they're gonna play to a lot of their opponents they're going to play you know 500 maybe barely sub 500 you know uh borderline playoff type teams and they're gonna play them tight and some nights they might end up losing some of those games that's kind of what I'm taking away. Tonight was really impressive. I couldn't be happier, um, but the Sacramento game will not go out of my mind. Sacramento, by the way, looks tough. They played Utah down to the wire last night. They
1: kanged it up a little bit, but
2: they kangs it up. But that's, that, that's to be
1: expected. That's the growing pains of of being the Kangs
2: of young guys. So I think uh, a long winded way answering your question, I think they're kind of just be a night to night team. Like if you told me what happens Monday against the Clippers. I, I I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised one way or the other. I think that's kind of who they are.
1: Yeah, and I think that's going to be a, a not a perfect measuring stick. It's going to be a, a good measuring stick because you're going to get basically like three tiered teams the Sacramento team is trying to claw their way up the Suns who were supposed to be up top and the Clippers who we don't really know and we kind of expect to be around where the Blazers are um, it's going to be a brutal stretch run. So I In that sense, I do expect them to have a Kings game and then a Suns game and then somewhere in between. It's 82 games, and I think that's something that we have to kind of consider here too: is that we got to get back to 82 games. The Blazers, the NBA has played two seasons basically, and they haven't been at 82 for two years. And getting back into that flow and that groove of a team being hot, a team being cold, that in between.
2: Uh, We got breaking news from Woj. Initial findings on Portland guard Norm Powell's left knee suggest he avoided a serious injury.
1: That's a really crappy way to phrase that. Because that means the injury moment, not serious. He's
2: going to miss. He's going to be, he's, he's going to miss some time. It sounds like he almost tore an ACL. The way, I mean, am I, am I misinterpreting that? Nope.
1: It, I'd say, I mean, we know exactly where Woj got that, the exact yeah. wording from that from.
3: so don't get it twisted
1: it's yeah it's 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 worded that way specifically for that reason
2: calm down bro yeah all right jace calm down jace
1: again this is why i kind of preempted this with listen if they're taking an mri it's typically not a good sign um if he's got an acl or an mcl sprain um we're probably gonna see him out with a couple for a couple weeks that's just kind of how that works I mean, I'm coming off a minor MCL tear, and I was out for six months, so...
2: <laughs> and I, By the way, as everybody's pointing out, like, you kind of read this, and I know it says avoided, but you just, it's really weirdly written, and you kind of, like, your heart drops while also uh-huh. coming back up for air, like, <gasps> okay, it's not that bad.
1: Well, let's be honest. It's the Portland Trailblazers, and Neil thinks he's freaking Bill Belichick with these sneaky injury reports and how he's hiding something, and its it's always, it's been so effing tiresome Danny, the entire Danny, time he's run the organization we, ha- that we, stuff.
2: we haven't even that that's that's reporting uh, we haven't actually officially listed anything okay? yeah thank you okay. thank you neil
1: i appreciate it it's it's definitely something that i i wish they were a lot better about and the fact that the nba is is tied into gambling now i i half expected to go away
2: yeah no hey this is this is my whole uh random sports fan thing i think in college football nba like the more gambling stuff gets tied in, the more transparent these teams are. They gonna have to have to be yeah. like, at some point, if you're not, lawsuits are going to start piling up. You're like, oh my god, how do we deal with this, problem? Yeah, how can
1: how can you take bets on a game when you don't know a guy's going to be ready to go f- until 15 minutes before? And the Blazers have done that stuff. They've they've they they try to play like it's the NFL, where you know scheming for a particular the guy's going to go where he's not going to go. They're not going to change their scout based on I someone's. Know. Being seventy-five percent. Well, I yeah,
2: I, I you see this in football too. It's like they don't want to say anything, and then last minute the line the lineman's not playing. It's like, do you think the defense has suddenly got some big playbook or something that they, they weren't ready? Yeah, here's for, what's gonna happen. Like... Miles
1: Garrett's gonna flip from the left <laughs> to the right side, and he's gonna go eat that backup tackle alive. Hey, it, can, it doesn't change.
2: Can can we get back to a little positivity here yeah, just for a quick second? Yeah, let's do it. Um, so now we know he is out. We don't know the timetable. Mm. We know it's not season ending. Kind of weirdly excited to see Nas, Nas here in the starting the lineup.
1: Well, here's the thing you and I are both operating under, under I think, statsisms as far as who we expect to step in.
2: Oh, you don't think it would be him?
1: I, I do think it's going to be Nas. I, th- yeah. I think there's a very strong possibility. They could go with Nance and Covington. I don't think they will. Perhaps no. Snell. Perhaps, no. Here's the other thing. Perhaps oh. Snell is ready to go here in a couple of days and they start Snell to keep naz in his spot (laughs) i'm just saying i'm just saying i want naz listen double barrel it up man i want to see naz in this role but 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 and this is always been the case of anybody playing the three on a damon cj team when you're playing that position you don't really do much other than bring energy and hustle they don't see the ball all that often if Nas is with that quasi bench unit or one of the other guards is out and there's Larry Nance jr. Out there as well, the ball's going to pop around a little bit more. He can get a little bit more involved offensively. There's also a larger priority and he can't take the defensive burden off Dame or CJ when he comes in, because you've, you've got CJ typically going out when Nas comes in. So you've got Norm and Nas on the floor at the same time. So it'll be interesting to see how they handle it. Um, but yeah, I I am a hundred percent involved in in wanting to have Nasir Little get a like, larger role here.
2: Yeah, I, I I think that's you know, I can't believe you dare suggest that that Tony Snell note here that kind of just bummed Listen, me out for some the, reason. But you, but, you know but,
1: it's a possibility. You know he could get sure. the token start and run like six minutes each half. You know
2: that. Sure, sure. Um... Okay, yeah, I'm sorry. whoa just tweeted again. He underwent initial imaging on Saturday night. He literally just added nothing to his original.
1: I hate it when he does
2: that. He just quote tweeted his tweet to say he scored 16 points and left. No shit, Sherlock. <laughs> you're you're reporting that he left with an injury. We already know he left with an injury. What are we doing here? Yeah, and
1: it was on Saturday night, per sources. I got
2: per sources. Just say Neil olshake <laughs> Shout him out if he makes a good trade.
1: It's just ugh. quick uh, saying
2: we'll know more in the morning.
1: Well, I mean, they've already run the MRI. They 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 know. I mean, the, the swelling. Might I know. Be, I'm just saying. Quick is saying
2: yeah. that source says team will know more in morning, but it looks like left knee injury is not serious. What well, that means
1: is that means there's some swelling, and they're gonna make sure and they're gonna check yeah. it again in the morning, which that's good. It's what they should do. Um, we we made it this far, about a half hour in here, um, and there's two guys we really didn't talk a ton about, and they only took five total shots.
2: Yeah, I think Rob's right. I cannot believe I let you dare speak that start Snell stuff into existence. How <laughs> dare you? We're listen, having a great night over here, Danny. I'm, listen,
1: and you're I'm, just I'm throwing not, water. I'm not. I'm just throwing out the opportunities. That's all I'm believing. Uh, Is Pete, he even healthy enough to
2: play? I mean, like I'm, I'm just.
1: I'm just saying, man. I'm just. Just saying.
2: If you were the messenger, I would be the dude from 300. I would kill the messenger right now. I'm kicking you down this the hole. This is Portland. Just kick down the hole. This is Nazis' time. <laughs> That's what I would do to that right now.
1: Uh, PM says, I believe in Cody Zeller supremacy. Uh, so, Nance and Zeller took a total of five shots, but I thought they had a hell of an impact on tonight's game.
2: Why was he playing the last, like, seven minutes? Who? Was that Cody? I... Get him playing little, with the scrub unit i think
1: they are just giving him a little bit of burn let him get out there and get a little Wait, bit.
2: were you not sitting there going oh god just don't get, hurt, don't, I, get hurt, I, don't get
1: hurt yes and no they got nurk off the floor i this is the situation with them not you know they they must not trust watford at all because they they've i been mean hesitant. they have no
2: reason they have no reason to no right? but in this
1: game i think is a uh, perfect opportunity to to throw him out there um but I, I thought Zeller and Nance were fantastic tonight in, in the, the role-player positions.
2: If you had on your bingo card Dennis Smith Jr. throwing a lob to C.J. Ellaby at the start of the fourth quarter. Um, that of the Cody Zeller floater.
1: Card. What, what, what are the two more random events that you could have ever pulled up? Dennis Smith Jr. pinpoint precision lob to C.J. Ellaby. Everything about that sounds right until you get to C.J. Ellaby. I,
2: uh, no matter what your second option is, I'm going with that one right there. Like I, I did not have C.J. finishing a lob from Dennis Smith Jr. early in the fourth because they were beating Phoenix so badly. I didn't have that one.
1: Uh, but I thought Zeller made incredible decisions tonight on the short roll. He, he seems to find the right downshift when he catches in space. And for that split second, he just kind of scans from left to right, you going to suck in and help? No? Okay, I'm going to hit this floater. Oh, you're going to suck in and help? Let me kick this ball out to the corner for three. He's. It's not It's not Draymond Green-esque in, in the speed of what he's doing, but it's like 30,000% faster than Ennis Cantor catching on the short roll. So I think it's a good compromise, and he just unlocks things that weren't there previously. And on the Nance front, I thought you saw more of what makes him more valuable, just making smart, heady plays. And when the offense seemed to bog down a little bit, did you notice that he got out there was like, no, nah, we need to move this ball a little bit more. Let me go ahead and speed this up. It went out of his hands, came back to his hands. He mm-hmm. swung to one side to the other side. He just kind of got things going again. I think that's a huge, huge thing for, it, for this team.
2: How, how much of tonight do you think that they can translate to being a more every game thing? If if that makes sense. Like, tonight was a lot of Dame not really hunting for shots. Are we thinking this is really how the season's going to go? Not the outcome, but just the way that they're kind of the style they're playing.
1: I think they can get to it, but I this, this sounds like I'm I'm kicking the, the Blazers here, but I'm not. I don't think the Suns – I think the Suns came out with the same energy the Blazers had in game one. I, I don't think the Suns – Book seemed to be the only one really engaged. Aiton – was halfway there. Bridges, I thought, played a so-so game. Crowder was um, a curmudgeon, but not in his usual like, like antagonistic like terrier. He wasn't impactful. Wasn't yeah, impactful. he he was. He seemed kind of whiny tonight, as opposed to just being a, a consistent pain in your ass. Uh, and it was kind of weird, man. Did you notice Chris Paul at all tonight?
2: Uh, I didn't. He didn't drink Chris's secret stuff.
1: It was, it was weird. It was really weird, and I don't, I don't think it was. You don't think so? Why not?
2: No, because I think the the other thing that I really liked about Portland's chances tonight was just them. Chris Paul has to play for them in, to win in the postseason. 100%. So, is Chris Paul going out and giving a 1,000% on the very first back-to-back of the season <laughs> in Game 3? At age, what is he, 37 now? 37? Yeah. Like, the fact God, that LeBron still amazing. does what he does at his age is crazy. Chris Paul is, like, barely behind him. Mm-hmm. You know that that was something I took into account. And you know, book, to your point, book looked like the one that really cared. One like he was on fire though. He was missing no, a he, lot of he shots. No, he
1: was. I think he was very normal. Book, just yeah, he's gonna go out and and do Devin Booker things. Like you look at the box score at the other night, you're like twenty one, nine and nineteen. Not a great night, but
2: Chris. Like Paul's who was a, their second best player tonight? Bridges. That's how bad. That's a, yeah, yeah, maybe yeah.
1: Bridges was the second best. Well, you look at Chris Paul's box score tonight and. Dude, he took five shots. He had 11 assists, but he took five shots. Yeah. I, and here's the thing. The Suns were 9 of 28 from three, which I think is, a, is again, knocking down threes is, is the best deal you can have as a team, regardless of where you are in, in the rest of your offense and the rest of your defense. It is the great equalizer. Like the, the Warriors this season, when they've got that lineup cooking and Steph's going and Poole's going, remember, they were beating the brakes off the Lakers the other night. And yep. then the Lakers came back. It was like, oh, they stopped hitting threes. But if you can sit there and go bonkers, that's and I think that's what Portland did tonight. So uh speaking of going bonkers, if you're here, you're liking the show, you're supporting the show, take two seconds, click the subscribe button, find the podcast wherever you Google search it, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get podcasts, like, rate, review, subscribe, do all of those things. Help us grow the show. Remember we, Brandon and I will be here every post game uh, all season long we've got guest book for post game trying to get some for the post games as we go to but as you can tell it's 10 o'clock at night and Brandon's got to go to bed
2: <laughs> well we're doing the we're doing the mailbag tomorrow we got yep. the clipper game on Monday like we got back to back to back pods coming Clippers just lost the Grizzlies tonight Paul George went insane so that could be good maybe he unloaded the clip a little bit too much um, and I'll say this I, I know a lot of people have tweeted about it but it's hard not to see kind of a weird little start here in the western conference so nothing
1: makes any sense so far
2: no and it's (laughs) like a a couple games in but it's like "Oh, oh 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 oh
1: ah kings (laughs) ah kings Ah, uh grizzly grizzly yeah there's a lot of that going on lakers i I think honestly i I know we say this it's hard to form anything for the beginning of the season but i do believe the western conference you're gonna see a lot of standings changes and we're not gonna really know until injuries shake out like post all-star break where teams are gonna end up
2: i I think a couple teams will eventually like kind of you know, separate themselves. This has a real feel, though, like the year Portland got the three seed, I think they were two or three games above from the eight. Like yeah. it was that it was kind competent. of – Yeah, I They're, think it's going to be kind of that season.
1: You're going to get a team above 500 that's going to miss the playoffs this year. I'm, I'm almost certain of it.
2: Or or you'll get a team that's at 500 making the playoffs. like Because everybody's could, just beating the hell out of each other. Beating the living yeah. hell out of each other.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, the East has had uh, sub-500 teams doing that for a while
2: now. So, you know, whatever. I mean these just won the NBA championships. So. That's
1: fair. Listen, I'm shout out Giannis. Uh, we'll get out of here on that because we always shout out Giannis. Uh, again. Thank you guys for coming by. We were over 220 viewers through the live show here. Uh, thank you. If, if you subscribe tonight, if, thank you for coming by. I hope you enjoy the show. If you enjoyed it, please share it with somebody. If you hated it, please share it with somebody and tell them you hate it so they come hate watch us. We don't care. Uh, you can find us on social media at Danny Moring, at Brandon Sprague, at Jack Ramsey's, and as Brandon said, we do have the mailbag pod tomorrow. Brandon and I will record. If I, you can uh, email us on, uh, or you email us directly, jackramseys at gmail.com. Brandon is holding up his Uh, OSU Beaver Beanie, his Atlanta Braves hat, and his Damian Lillard backwards jersey. It's a good day to be Brandon Sprague. Get your questions in ahead. Uh, normally I solicited them before, but I wanted to make sure we got this game in. So if you if you have questions, send them to me at Twitter, at Danny Morang. Send them to me, uh, at Jack Ramsey's. And again, jackdramseys at gmail.com. I'll get to as many, or we will get to as many as we can. And that will be in your uh, downloads, ready to go Monday morning. Uh, until uh, Monday, uh, we will catch you all then. Thank you all so, 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 so very much. For Brandon.